0: So, welcome, 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 welcome here in our regular weekly session or class about the perspective of how our uh, personal awakening uh, falls in place and we don't make it um, a timely thing but really just uh, a remembrance of what is occurring right now in our mind because that has occurred also in what we might consider an episode or a process of awakening from the dream. And though it appears that it would be uh, a process and a sequence or several sequences um, until we arrive at a certainty to know ourselves, it is still the truth that it is only this very moment and it is not a process at all awakening is not a process and not an experience on the timeline but it is a recognition and we have the opportunity to remember to remember every moment in in our transformation what has uh, occurred to us through the workbook of a course in miracles and this should always be our gratitude what has been given us as a message from out of time. And I'm holding here up this book A Course in Miracles. And you can you see already this quite uh, quite some book with one thousand four hundred pages around. But of course you can retrieve this information also online. I can also direct you to ACIMI.com ecos in miracles international.com and uh, or just ACMI, many other websites also give you uh, the exact text or even the original version, the Urtext. How uh, this message was given by the scribe Helen Schuckman, but given in truth by Christ's mind through Helen Schuckman to you, to me, to all of us, and so our gratitude goes out to our whole mind to the Christ mind. To universal mind because in that recognition what has been given us of course we are in we live in that education and we are motivated to live with those uh, directives with those instructions and it is a, a mind training program prescribed for one year 365 lessons each day a lesson And uh, so if you find yourself with me as a course teacher and student uh, starting out on the 1st of January you are today on the 254th day with the lesson title let every voice but God's be still in me every voice but God's is supposed to be given silence and stillness in our mind And we know what any other voice is. And we uh, called it for a long time our own plans, our own uh, ideas, our own philosophy, our own program. But at the end we are using exactly how Jesus uh, directs us to acknowledge that is what you call ego. Ego is the Latin word for I, isn't it? So the sense of I in separation... From our source in separation from God that voice will let to be completely quiet and still and you invited in through the practice of a lesson of a day of a course in miracles to really experience what the progress brings along by uh, going ahead and doing a lesson of the day and the progress is really undescribable because the progress is not something that you can really measure in uh, how you advance, but you note you notice the difference that you're starting to see things differently, and you start to see things differently. Of course, first in the world outside yourself, in uh, in those who were. Uh, reflecting to you your own judgments and thoughts of condemnation and so you see reflected that the world isn't really this terrible place uh, that you would need to avoid and you would need to hide and you would need to try everything to uh, to escape it and yes we do escape the world but in a completely different meaning but you, you find out that the world is really just exactly the, that reflection, that reflects your own thoughts. So which thoughts? Of course, the thoughts of fear, of guilt, of separation, of keeping ourselves separated from each other and therefore from our source. So it's over now with all this hiding. uh, we used for hundreds and thousands of years the locations of temples, monasteries, ashrams in order to hide from the world because the world was considered to be such a threat and such uh, an impossible place and we didn't know better because we were not really active in a change of mind that would show us that there is a completely different way of looking at the world so this is now what we what we advance and have advanced through the application of uh, the workbook of A Course in Miracles which is the voice of Christ Jesus for this time and also I'm saying it: it is really just for me it's really just for you because you're listening right now to this channel or to this voice And everyone else is just a product in your mind. And of course, we'll hear it with you at its given time. And that its given time might be, who knows, this moment. Or might be in a few days, in a few weeks, in a few years, or in a few lifetimes. It doesn't matter. We have found out that time is just an illusion in our mind. We have found out that time is really up to us how to apply the miracle that saves us time and not just saves us time but shows us how time uh, can be collapsed and actually is collapsing every moment, every single moment. And so this is the welcome that we are given to all our world to join with us in that perspective, in a perspective to see and feel and experience ourselves in a completely new way, and how we are seeing it first in the world and maybe with our enemies, maybe with those projected images that that reflect us, terror, and today is 9-11, 9-11, right? 9-11 in the United States will always have that same meaning that an act of terror was committed in, in New York to the Twin Towers and 4,000 people were eradicated from one moment to the other. And so it has become a symbol for, for terror and reflecting the utmost terror, the utmost fear, the utmost separation in our own mind. Now, having this experience, and I'm very consciously speaking about these occurrences that happened 20 years ago, that we we really see that everything is helping us to come to this new way of seeing, thinking, and therefore perceiving a different world. It doesn't need to be to go on in the same way. You have that power. You have that choice. And if you use that, as I'm using it with that workbook lesson of A Course in Miracles, then it becomes an opportunity, even if it is a 20-year-old memory or a 2,000-year-old memory of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, or if it is a memory of a yesterday or a today of a moment of forgetting who we are or forgetting the truth and allowing a realignment to occur. And that is really what a good definition of forgiveness is, isn't it? And so uh, I'd be very grateful that you accept with me here this um, this invitation and that you accept also this premise that it cannot be compromised. It cannot be something in between. You know, the generalization has to be total. It can, there cannot be any exceptions to the application. It cannot be that we forgive those with uh, whom we are kind of neutral or uh, okay and those with whom we have suffered utmost I mean, there are documentaries and I invite you to look at those uh, or even movies about 9-11 and you can sense and feel and come to that emotion of that devastation that not just those who have seemingly lost a loved one but of course of everyone in whom this, this information or this image came into their mind. And so... Just reliving that over and over again, that's really what the ego would want. That's what the unforgiven mind is. That's what the investment is in the separation by the ego itself. So if you don't want to be an ego or stay in connection with the ego or continue thinking and um, uh, strengthening ego thoughts, then you want to apply a way out. And the way out is always an alternative offer that directs our mind to the complete peace and oneness that we are with everyone and everything. And the remembrance that nobody can be really lost. Everybody lives in us because we live in God. And so everyone who lives in us lives with us in God we are eternally united with God our Father in heaven because that is what life is and only that remembrance uh, reflects life and this is the day of 9-11 of of, uh, September 11 that I want to remember and carry with me and express with gratitude that it has helped me in my awakening it has helped me in in the action of forgiveness it has helped me in the recognition that even what appears as an utmost attack and terror is still just an appearance is still just a made-up thought in my own mind that wants to see it that way and this way of seeing can be changed by changing the way of thinking about everything and everyone And especially about myself so we always have to include ourselves in and so it becomes an incredible opportunity for us to share today in gratitude that our hearts are open and that we live and relive with everyone who is seemingly or was lost or will be lost in time because this is what the dream is The dream of the human separated mind is a dream of death and if it is a dream of death of an attack and you get like taken out of it from one second to the other or if if it is a dream of death in a slow-moving decay and rotting down physically there is no difference death is death it is the idea of death that needs transformation and not just transformation in some other idea, a complete reversal, a complete turnaround, a complete alternative. And therefore, I was telling you just a moment ago what life is and how in being in that aliveness and being alive, how important it is to hold this contact with what we call the Holy Spirit, the holiness of our own spirit mind, That is what the mind of God is, of which Jesus talks in his Course in Mirrors. So if you are with me on the same page, teaching this uh, singularly and uh, uncompromisingly, I definitely want to add that on. And then you start out with yourself, you practice it for yourself, you apply it for yourself and you will see that the world you see will reflect back to you what your mind actually shines. It will reflect back to you the love, it will reflect back to you the light you are. And don't worry about images and appearances that might still trigger the resentment or the idea of okay this is now a threat again or this shouldn't happen this way you know and we might think of Afghanistan this time 20 years ago with the Taliban in as building a government and they are just uh, they're doing it today you know the government is uh, how do you call it uh, sworn in and so even that is not an accident and yet we, th- we can we have the capacity to look through it and only see that there is nothing that can threaten that reality who we are there is nothing that can threaten the thought of creation itself, thought capitalized and this is what we are uh, here about and share and y- Of course, it's also up to us completely individually how we share it and on which levels we share it and with whom we share it. And those who are here and listen to such a message that offers a complete going through the illusion and arriving at the reality, at the real world that cannot even be seen by the eyes of the body. Um, Maybe there are just a few ones. But in truth, the message of Jesus Christ was just find one you know and where two or more gathering I will be there and I will be amongst you and I will do everything that you are asking me and that you need me to uh, comply or to help you with because if you are asking for help help is given not just help will be given help is given immediately and simultaneously and so I can review very easily going and very, in a very relaxing way that um, that what uh, I call three days to awakening that okay I arrived here and I was completely ignorant and all I knew is a body identity and saw everyone as a body and I had like beloved body, bodies and and hated bodies and um, it, be, it in the returning of the of that attack thought because that's an attack thought on creation itself on God himself that attack thought needed a transformative decision a decision for transformation and that needed me you to say okay I do want this to see differently I need a solution I want the peace of God above all else and so after having admitted that there wasn't really any application or manipulation or managing of the problem uh, possible on our own part and have a full awakening knowing who we are we were asking for help. And we had to go out of time we had to go to our source we had to go to Christ himself. We had to to direct our minds to the Spirit, to the Holy Spirit, to the mind of God that surpasses our own understanding and our own perceptual um, thinking what this is and how progressed uh, we have and so on and so forth. And so arriving at day two, that is where we find ourselves. If you are listening right now to this message through that personality you see you are actually listening to an invitation of Christ's mind of your dedication in your change of mind you cannot not be already active in the change of mind so again immediately congratulations that you have arrived at day two and on the second day Uh, you everything that you are related with everywhere you go with whom you meet becomes that opportunity to shine that light to forgive to see yourself and your neighbor your next one in a different way and that one who is your neighbor the one next to you walking with you will reveal himself as literally being your savior because the Savior is the one who reflects you first here in your own concept but is still holding your light and in the joining with whole mind will reflect brother we are brothers everything is forgiven I will not hold a grudge against you I will not condemn you and project any any judgment again upon you and and that is the miracle we are talking here about, no? and so uh, yeah, thank you, D- dorin for uh, for commenting here. Uh, you are being along and aligned with with me, and so with his mind. And really, thank you out of my heart. And in the lesson, two hundred fifty-four, let every voice but God's be still in me this is where we are really joined in we are really dedicated to only uh, listen to the voice from out of time to the voice that speaks for God that is what the message is of Christ Jesus through the Bible or through now this message of A Course in miracles. it is the voice for God and every other voice is our own personal responsibility to uh, quieten in us. And so if there is a memory from the past, let all those thoughts of pain, of suffering, of uh, retaliation, of guilt projection, of victimization, let that all be quiet in you. And just pray with me here as Jesus directs us. Father, Today I would but hear your voice and in deepest silence I would come to you to hear your voice and to receive your word. I have no prayer but this and here it is. I come to you to ask you for the truth. We are in our prayer, we are stepping into this instant of holiness in which we ask, god himself to show us to reveal in us the truth and nothing less than the truth and there is no untruth or falsity next to that truth all falsity that is still perceived is given to the holy spirit for the undoing in our own mind and truth is but your will father there is truth is nothing less than your will which i would share with you today and so today we let no ego thoughts direct our words or actions and when such thoughts occur we quietly step back and look at them and then we let them go so here is described the action of mind that we practice on day two so that we can arrive on day three in a full-blown recognition of who we are and living in the resurrected mind as resurrected mind living our awakening we do not want what they would bring with them those ego thoughts and so we do not choose to keep them they are silent now and in the stillness hallowed by His love. God speaks to us and tells us of our will as we have chosen to remember Him. God speaks to us and tells us of our will, tells us that our will is not and cannot be different than His will as we have chosen to remember Him, chosen to remember Christ, chosen to remember our Creator, because that is the remembrance of who we are. So it is a perfect lesson, 254, let every voice but God be still in me, for this day that we uh, yeah, celebrate as a um, memory, a remembrance in which we were taught to uh, see things differently and go all the way Except that one man for ourselves this undoing of projection of contempt and, um, and attack thoughts as they came back to us and let them all go hand them all over to the Holy Spirit and want nothing less than the peace of God and listen to his voice and to accept his will We are talking here about a will of God that wants for us, for each and everyone, to be perfectly happy, to be and live in that love in which we were created. And of course, first thoughts of doubt might enter in and might demonstrate, well, but I cannot do that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can, brother. You can do that. And... It is really just a moment of being active in this conversion of our old seeing and of the meanings that we have given everything. That meaning of separation, that meaning of limitation, that everything, every person, every situation has been given us. That has, us, has kept us in separation. That has offered us the misery and the devastation of what we know um, and projected unto the world we knew to be real since the beginning of separation of time and this, in this reversal we are not afraid of our own thoughts anymore because we have the tools being given and those tools are these actions of including the Holy Spirit, of including Christ's mind, in order to reflect to us who we truly are. Uh, And so to acknowledge, to recognize that this is the truth. The truth is only to recognize who I am as God created me. That is the only truth. Any any saying, any giving meaning within the... um, the illusionary dream sequence is not the truth we are are just so quickly saying that well i know and there's evidence and therefore it is the truth and the same things is done in corona covid vaccination anti and all that everybody knows the truth apparently but that's not the truth the truth is to know thyself to know who you are that's the truth and coming from that experience of singularity and how can I only recognize that in recognizing you as myself as my whole self as God's self as the perfection and wholeness in as what God created us both and so if I'm gonna uh, finish up here with uh, those um, yeah references in this book three days to awakening and it is uh, the first volume of three volumes day one looking for a way out of here and you know like you would say well 20 years ago uh, people in the twin towers in new york have tried to look for a way out of here and they were trapped and they could not find a way out of that imagery in their dream and they were trapped above the uh, you know where the airplanes were flying into the building and some even jumped off the building and I don't even want to go into details because it is just horrifying and it is just devastating enough to, uh, to know somewhere what has happened there but that idea of being trapped in the dream, the cause in miracles is the answer to that. And not really the cause in miracles as a work as it is prescribed, but the mind training in our living and application, in our change of mind, that opens the door, that opens a way out. It is only through that alignment with his mind that we recognize that we are not trapped neither in a floor where it is everywhere it is burning nor, uh, nor in our dream of limitation and separation we are not trapped in the world we are not trapped in a condition that we call a human being from birth to death you are not trapped in that you are free because you are in the, living in the recognition that as I said, you are as God created you and that allows you to come from the experience that you are not a body. And That is the the true application, remembrance and utilization of the miracle. The miracle is a change of mind. The miracle is an expression of love. The miracle is you in that alignment. And now looking to some words that are published in this book where we left it the last time where we were looking at the reality of eternal life and what that is at the end of our episode but you are the one to decide what is worth striving for what has real value for you and what is real in your experience of yourself you have that power, you are the ruler of the universe as we were just practicing it yesterday. So what you value or consider to be real in the world, now you know it, is absolutely meaningless, there is no meaning in it whatsoever because all of your illusions are real. And so you don't need to go through your word and say, okay, this is unreal, this is unreal, this is unreal, as we did with Eastern uh, teachings and philosophies. But you know it by uh, simply coming from an experience that only love and light of God is real, and therefore nothing else is real. So um, that is really what you, as the healed mind, knows by by its awakening in your awakening you know that that all that is illusionary all that comes and goes all that doesn't have permanence is unreal is just part of the dream part of the illusion and let's have a look further on and by their illusory nature they seem to disappear as they appeared you know Though in truth, ideas never leave their source, you know, that is to remember. That means the source of illusionary images are my own mind. It's your your own self, your mind, you made it up, right? So they seem to disappear as they appear, but they do not leave their source. They're still in your mind until you become active to change those thoughts as we were just making emphasis. So these states, uh, states of mind we were talking about, right, are realized as limited experiences because they are perceived uniquely and differently only in a temporary time sequence. So those who might have this book in their hands, it is available on Amazon. I'm on page 147. Yeah. Um, so they are perceived uniquely and differently only in a temporary time sequence. They depend on their interpretations of a wide range of input information, right? A wide range of input information and the interpretation of that is really the sensations, you know, that what you sense. And so sensations get interpreted. Of course you interpret it, it's basically like, fleeing, or uh, attacking, you know, (laughs) Uh, um, which are nothing but past thoughts in your mind. So in the utilization of the teaching of A Course in Miracles, we are directed by lesson number seven, I see only the past, so I can bring into memory and into recognition what I see is only the past. The interpretation on which uh, everything that I see, those limited experiences in which I find myself are perceived, um, they depend on my interpretation of this wide range of input information that the senses are giving me, right? And I've stored them in my mind so that I can uh, put them in reference and then tell, oh, that means this. Now, this is... Uh, this is fire that burns me and now I need to flee for example but these are all past thoughts okay let's go a step further obviously you believe that you have reduced your natural capacity of being light of being a light being into a conceptual structure a conceptual structure of thought specifications that operate on different levels that you call physiology of the body, those are what sensations are, seeing, smelling, tasting, touching, whatever, even I will uh, include intuition if it is uh, sensational, is part of physiology of the body or already and then gets connected in the mind with emotions. And then you engage in an examination of an apparent order of sensing, an order of sensing, transmitting and processing data. That is now the conceptual mind, right? That is what the, where the ego lives, basically. You believe that this data comes from outside yourself and could affect you in your identified bodily existence. You rely on a belief system that it is ba- solely based on illusions that is the point I want to make here right so everything that is an interpretation of uh, of of as we said of whatever is uh, perceived and experienced and you're using your sensory organs and the meaning that you have given to them is relying. On a belief system that is based solely on illusions. So, you believe that your sense organs are sensing a variety of, in physics it's called electromagnetic frequencies, right? That's what material is, and molecular reactions pervading the environment all around you. Right? Every little thing that you see, everything, every ma- material is consists of electromagnetic frequency molecular reactions you think you either have a need to protect yourself as as we said before from being invaded and occupied by these or you welcome and desire them in your need for gratification right that is what the addicted mind also then does you know so and um, that is the sense of I need more of that, give me more of that uh, in order that I can gratify my needs. But you then have made up an extraordinary complicated framework of endocrine and neural transmission systems which house in your brain cells their higher control center. And so you believe that your thoughts are processed in the brain which you see as part of the body. See, this is where it comes from, and of course we know already with the course of miracles that there's no thinking going on in the brain, it's all in the mind. But that everybody in the world believes that thoughts are in the brain and processed are in the brain comes exactly from there, from this connection of sensory perception and the meaning given it, and then to either... Uh, protect yourself or invite that it becomes more desire it and it becomes a framework where your emotions mixed with the limited thought forms with the concepts uh, give you that experience and so of course that can be measured in in the faculty of physiology that we call the brain and so that becomes just a control system, a higher control system over your emotions and over your sensory organs. So you believe that your thoughts are processed in the brain which you see as part of the body. You think then that you are body and deny that you are mind and only mind. And that is the core separation thought. And of course every experience coming from that confusion or from that self-deception can only show you another another reflection of separation from your source, from yourself. But in the correction of your seeing as part of your waking up, you recognize that the body with its senses is in in itself inherently neutral. That's already what the Course in Miracles uh, teaches us. And actually he teaches us first that we have no neutral thoughts, but he also teaches us that the body in itself is a neutral machine, you could say, or container that does exactly what you want it to do through power of mind, through your mind. Because its functioning is the result of whatever decision comes from the mind. See, now we arrive from the mind. The decisions are coming from the mind to give it functioning effect the body is nothing but a dream another idea of yourself in your mind the value and verifying of any experience within a state of mind has only to do with your mind activity your thinking because thinking is only of the mind not of the body Here's the clarification. This is what the mind training offers us. To know that the body does nothing and you're not thinking in the body and the body is not thinking anything either. So did you hear the valuing and verifying of any experience within a state of mind? Yeah? It has only to do with your mind activity. But the body is nothing but a dream. And such states are seen as separate states from each other or uh, separate of the, from the real self only so long as there's someone in observation here it is if you are identified as a perceiver, as an observer and your identity, that's what the I sense is that's what ego, where ego lives in and if you stay as that someone observing a personal you, right? someone believed to exist as real that can perceive or attain a state or level and this someone right i'm talking we are talking here each and everyone to our own to our own concept of self this someone is nothing other than the ego i and in truth you do not exist in time space in truth there is no single time in which you actually sleep The son of God is forever awake because the father knows his son only as himself wonderful isn't it in truth you are not an ego right there is no if you're not an ego how could ego thoughts or functioning of the ego have reality in you and in your way of thinking it's all just hallucinated and imagined it's not true in truth you do not exist in a body, as a body on the timeline, in time and space Uh, there is no single time in which you actually sleep or are in dreaming the Son of God is forever free the Son of God is awake because, and the reason is simply the Father, your Creator knows His Son knows you only as Himself knows him knows you only as that creative power creative thought wonderful and valuing now god presence what we were just demonstrating first with the lesson of the day to be in reunion with him there are no differences between waking state dream state deep sleep state or provoked dream states and trance states experience through spiritual methods drugs etc and so on and so forth they all share one and the same reality what is it they are unreal that's the same reality of all these states that are also uh, recognized as not being permanent okay they are all unreal just this pure presence of light is real being this presence that light of God consciousness is beyond all these states in fact all states are unified in that as one and that pure everlasting presence is available to be experienced throughout all these states of course and is not touched by any circumstances it is your only reality it has been named throughout all spiritual societies with many different names yet to give it a name like awake in God as we might say yeah or if I'm going here to Eastern philosophy um, it was even uh, considered that uh, Gurdjieff I think was introducing that was calling it the force the force state you know beyond the three states of consciousness so many different names, but in all including state in the um, Eastern philosophy, in Hinduism, it's called Turiya, Turiya, the fourth state, also the transcendental state, beyond waking, beyond dream, and beyond deep sleep state. So it is not really doing any good without being in the experience. You know, we are not really here to study philosophy and name everything and then hold it in that meaning. Because these names cannot really describe what the experience in truth is, that experience beyond the meaning, beyond the concepts, right? Any description or explanation is always a reduction of what it really is. Remember that brother yeah so given as an idea of an all inclusive experience that the human conceptual mind will always attempt to categorize you know to put in a sequence to put somewhere where it can uh, stay in a meaning categorize as a state in the mind you know but thus it is really the limitation uh, limiting its what it truly is—it's unlimitedness, as I call it. You know, and using still words, one can then say beyond the beyond, right? Even beyond, even beyond that state that was called the force or durya, uh, beyond the beyond. In the Eastern scripture, uh, that has been given a different name, and they called it then now beyond the force, pure consciousness in all states, as being all being conscious of, I'm conscious of. Well, I want to finish today. Thank you so much for being here with me with some aphorisms that came into my mind in that context of um, clearing and clarifying that for me in my own transformation. And I just want to share it with you. Those are kind of poetic expression, put as as an approximation and an expression of of realizing the truth. The differences in the word, form and name, or call it body and conceptual mind, come and go, change and move, are so called created and again taken away, and bring suffering along immediately. Question How long does one side appear before the opposite takes over? From where do they arise? To whom do they belong? Beyond thoughts, ideas, concepts, plans, judgments, doubts, beliefs, imaginations, those various expressions of I, that, the untouched self, God. Conceptual mind is so small and never can understand or think of it of it, of God consciousness using any definition but effortless in right thinking you can experience it what you are and always have been never born yet reborn deathless yet physically resurrected no body or form yet an incorruptible light body no name yet called on by one name to surrender your eye for a split second to death is enough forever and this new beginning is endless your true being Your nature, from this step where suffering ends, infinite real life begins. And another one to finish up here, thank you. (laughs) Wild forest on the beach, who put you in order? Blue color in the ocean's waves, where do you come from? All answers speak from one heart and the words are filled with love. Appearing as flames, burning one another, yet separate as the world in its uncountable forms and names seem to be. Being that which is, is always here, never-ending, formless, nameless, the source of every flame there is absolute freedom within yourself either to see a burning everywhere or just to rest in the lotus where these flames already have subsided good luck and well-being peace to you brother and from here we were just here sharing in that um, section Five in the fifth chapter of dreaming the awakening dreaming you are out of here and we had were in the subsection of looking at different states of consciousness we will now enter and start in the next episode with the real nature of your mind beyond any states and I hope you are joining me here again in using a course in mirrors and uh, this uh, yeah this uh, given words from out of time in order to uh, yeah to get an idea and to get active in your thinking and to also to be motivated to really use this course in miracles as your guide, guidance out of time in your awakening, in your full transformation of your mind. So thank you and blessings and I love you from all my heart and hear uh, some sounds to get out of here (music) bye-bye You have been listening to Voice from Heaven live in the Miracles Healing Center. Remember that God's voice speaks to you all through the day, that God goes with you wherever you go, and that God is the mind with which you think. God bless us, everyone.